new to the living healthy lifestyle or a healthy living veteran, this is your place for honest answers. Naturally Savvy with registered holistic nutritionist Andrea Donsky and health journalist Lisa Davis. Hi, I'm Lisa Davis with Andrea Donsky, and we are ready to get motivated. Hello, dear. We're going to have so much fun today because I recently became friends with this fantastic woman. Her her name is Dr. Joyce Knudsen, and she is not only a wonderful person, but she is also an image professional and a life coach, and she does all kinds of great things to help people and make the world a better place. And she wants to help you get motivated and follow your dreams. Andrea. Well, Lisa, any friend of yours is a friend of mine, so we are excited to have you on the show, Dr. Joyce. Any friend of uh, Lisa's is a friend of mine, so it works out well. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Bunch of girlfriends here. We love this. Yeah. All right, Dr. Joyce, before we, we before we jump into this great topic, we're going to be talking about five ways to become motivated. I mentioned a little bit about you, but tell us more about you and all the great work you do. Goodness. Do you have another show time? Um, I'm so busy with so many things I get involved in, but I find it very uh, much of a challenge. And uh, I'm basically working on getting a new school developed by the end of the year. And I'm so excited about that because nobody else has ever done this before, uh, to teach people both about image management and life coaching and get them certified in each. Oh, that's fantastic. What kind of school are you launching? It's a school for people that want to become image professionals and life coaches. A lot of people go and take $10,000 life coaching courses, and they don't do the research on the Internet that they need to be doing. So I put it together so that they can get both of them in one place and Mm -hmm. get certificates from a school, not just a course. I think that's a great idea. Thank you. Yeah, I like that. I need an image consultant, although I have been getting better with with, with my image, I think. I got Yeah, you have been. I have been. Uh, Anyway, let's jump into this topic, five ways to become motivated. The first is think about purpose. All right, Dr. Joyce, expand on this for us. Well, if you don't feel motivated, I think of why you want to achieve what you want. And that's the purpose of doing what you're doing. So your purpose can be to improve the lives of others, to be a good mom, to help people to do things better, more efficiently, or to make people more money if that's what they want. But the interesting thing about purpose is that most people don't have one, and they don't Mm. write it down, and they don't think about it, and it's very important. Uh, uh, In order to motivate yourself, you must think about your purpose. Hmm. And I love that. And, you know, it's funny because... Sometimes I question, you know, I'm like, okay, so what is my purpose on this planet in this lifetime? What am I here to do? And then I also, I, sometimes I come up with different answers. Lisa, I don't know if this happens to you too, but sometimes I'm like, oh yeah, yeah, that's my purpose or that's my purpose. But do we only have one purpose, Joyce, or are there lots of different, could we have many different purposes? I knew that question was coming because I was just going to say that you could have more than one purpose, but you have ah. to fulfill the purposes before you can go on to another purpose. It's sort of like a goal. You know, if you have a goal, then you want to fulfill that goal before you go into another. You can't jump all over the place. Oh, okay. oh that makes sense. I see. Because then your your attention is too scattered. That's right. And then I think what happens is you make plans, but then you don't follow through because you have too many irons in the fire. Right. And, and that actually brings us to the next one. Oh, go ahead, first choice. No, I was just going to say many people uh, have this happen to them, and then they give up, and they don't even 
go to the one purpose. So it's really important that we know that. Hmm. How did you come up? How did you know what your purpose was in, in terms of the image consulting? I always knew my purpose. I think I was born with a purpose. Because I always knew that you're not going to get anywhere unless you know where you want to go. It's like going in a car. You're going to a certain place. You get out your map. You get out your uh, you know, apparatuses for the car. And you go. And you know where you're going. Most people don't know where they're going. Hmm. So they can't have a purpose. So you need to think about what is your purpose. For example, many purposes of years ago, I was uh, working as a model and an actress a long time ago, and I really love that. But then, of course, as you get older, you can't do that anymore because they're looking for the 5'9", twiggy-type figure person, and that isn't me anymore. And so I had to go to my next purpose. Sometimes you're forced mm-hmm. to go to another purpose. But hmm. you must always it have makes them. sense. Right. Well, it makes sense because we're evolving people, right? So I I think I love the fact that you just said that, that you might have a purpose in your 20s and 30s and 40s. And then maybe when you get into your 50s and 60s, it's another purpose and your 70s and 80s is another purpose. I actually like that you said that. And it gives people leeway to not feel so bad about, you know, maybe they haven't found, let's say, the purpose that they should be or they, I guess, should be doing right now in their life. Well, sometimes purposes are kind of handed to us when something happens that we weren't expecting then all of a sudden you have a new purpose, and you have to kind of prioritize your purposes. (laughs) Um, So I feel that even in your 80s and 90s, which wasn't mentioned, I really feel that it's important to have that purpose. You know, we shouldn't just get to a certain age and go, oh, I can't have a purpose anymore. You always have to have a purpose. And I think the research, too, is that the older we we get, my mom works with... um, survivors of genocide and she works with people who are in their 80s 90s and even 100 and she always says that if they do have a purpose then they live longer and they have a reason that gives them that sense of living it's passion you have to have a passion for what you're doing i'm using myself as an example in my 70s i can't wait to get up in the morning because i have so much i need to accomplish and I don't go to bed until every single thing I needed to accomplish that day is accomplished. Very important that you do that. And people say, well, how do you do that? Well, anybody can do what I've done. They just haven't. You know, Joyce, it makes me think about your book, Refusing to Quit, Stories of Women Over 60. And I think that's often, you know, I want to have you back. We want to have you back a lot, but we want to have you back specifically <laughs> to talk about that because I think women over 60 kind of, do get forgotten. And, you know, you think about, you know, your 20s, your 30s, your 40s, your 50s, and then what you're supposed to just stop. I mean, that doesn't make any sense. It doesn't. It doesn't make any sense to me. To me, that makes uh, calls for depression. People get depressed after exactly. a certain age. I know uh, from personal experience, you, you get to be a certain age. You don't have the hormone in your body you used to have, if you're a woman, of course. And you, you basically have to figure out, what am I going to do with the rest of my life? And if that's volunteering, that's great. If that's visiting your grandchildren, that's great. It doesn't have to be that you're accomplishing big things in business. It could just be something that means something to you. Oh, I like that. Well, let's go on to the next one. Uh, pretend that you have already reached your goal. I think it's important that people don't uh, find it important to see themselves as doing it. Whether it's in a dream, whether you figure out that what it would be like to have achieved a goal. You have to connect and focus on this great feeling, and it is a great feeling. 
if you find yourself lacking motivation, and as we all know, you can't motivate other people. They have to motivate themselves. So simply start by smiling. <laughs> it raises your positive energy. And think about something that you can do and appreciate. And focus on the appreciation and tell the whole universe what you want it to be rather than focusing on the obstacles. There's always obstacles. I don't know anyone who doesn't have them. But there's a great book out called Excuse Me, Your Life is Waiting by Lynn oh. Rabhorn. And <laughs> oh, I oh, my thought, God. I thought it was a great book. Do you love that book? Yes. Okay. I am so happy you mentioned that, Dr. Joyce. You don't understand. That book changed my life. It was really? like, I used well, to I read to that. Read. I used to read that. I actually, when I do a lot of speaking, and I talk about that book all the time. That one and Lewis Timberlake's book, Born to Win, yes. are my two all-time favorite books. Absolute well, must read. Mm-hmm. Definitely mine too. Mm-hmm. Amazing. Oh, I'm so happy. I love that. Your life have to wait. Your life doesn't have to wait. You don't have to give up on it. And there's no reason not to keep going. I think a lot of it is fear. And I think a lot of it is a a low self-esteem, which I'm a specialist Mm -hmm. on, so I see it all the time. And really, isn't it a shame that only 2 to 5% reach self-actualization in their lifetime? Why are we here if we're not going to reach self-actualization? I like that you just talked about the low self-esteem. And I think that's something I'd love to just, you know, sit on for one minute. So when you work with women, men, children, adults, whoever it is, and they have low low self-esteem for whatever the reason is, how do you work with them to pick up their self-esteem, to feel better about themselves? What are some strategies that you do with them? Maybe you can throw out one or two here for people who are listening that currently maybe don't have the self-esteem that they'd like to have. How do you work with them to help build it? I never will forget a woman bringing her daughter, about 14, into my office and saying she needs help. And the whole time I was asking, questions the mother was answering and the child couldn't say a word she was scared you You could tell she was scared Mm -hmm. so i said to the young girl here's ten dollars go downstairs get something to eat because i was at a mall at that time i said and come back when you're finished and i said to the mother one of the reasons your daughter doesn't have good self-esteem is because you've been taking it away from her she doesn't have Mm -hmm. a say in her own life It's very important that you praise your child, that you help your child grow, that you don't talk for them. And really, from that point on, we had a three-way conversation because I had her assessment, the child's assessment, and my uh, necessary uh, advice for them. And after the mother saw the child's assessment and the child saw the mother's assessment, there was a new bond between them. So I think it's a very important example of how we don't, we think there's something wrong with other people, but really there's something wrong with us. And people mm-hmm. don't think they have to change, and they do. Yeah, they really do. Well, we're going to have you back to do a whole show about this. You know, Andrea, I got to talk with Dr. Joyce about this on It's Your Health, and we just scratched the surface. But let's go to the next one. Talk to a positive and supportive friend. I'm lucky because I'm talking to two positive and supportive friends right Aww. now. <laughs> so oh, how sweet. That always helps. <laughs> it is very important to have friends. And uh, people that think that social sites aren't a place to make friends are mistaken. Because everybody that I now am friends with, BFFs, are from Twitter (laughs) and from Google Plus and from Facebook, a few, not so many, but LinkedIn also. 
So it is very important to find someone that's like-minded, that you're comfortable with. So when you look to who to follow, you find somebody like that. And this is uh, what I do to find my friends. Uh, You want to find someone that you're comfortable with who has already solved the problem you're having. So my experience is after sharing and asking for what you need, you get that re-energizing thing that we all need. So it's important to talk to somebody that cares about you. And unfortunately, I have found that women aren't necessarily happy with what other women do. It's sort of an envy involved. Oh, how do you overcome that? Or how do you find women that aren't like that? It's all about self-esteem. It doesn't Mm -hmm. matter. If you have self-esteem and you've self-actualized, no one and nothing can hurt you. And so when you find somebody that isn't like that, you say, next (laughs) <laughs> and move on to another person. <laughs> you just say next, you know, and you don't have mm-hmm. to take anything from anyone. And so I feel it's so important to find those people that re-energize you. Lisa, you have re-energized me just recently because oh. we didn't know each other, and you believed in me and what I did, and now we're doing a radio show together, maybe several. And so now you right. introduced <laughs> me to another BSF. So. I think it's wonderful to have those positive and supportive friends, but so many people don't have the wherewithal to be able to have the confidence to know that it's good to surround yourself with positive and successful people. You know, it's funny. I just, I was in New Orleans last week. I just got home on Sunday night and I was hosting a panel for we're going to say it, kick-ass women in business. I don't sure. know, are we allowed to Woo-hoo. even say that? I'm not even sure we can say it on our oh, podcast. Sure. <laughs> for kick-ass women in business. And the, woman who, and the woman who runs the the blogging conference that I went to, her name is Leah Segedy, and she runs an organization called Momovation. And her and I had thought about doing this panel together because we support each other. And we both, it's exactly why we did it, is women supporting women and not being jealous and really going out there and helping each other. So I love that you said that. A lot of it comes, a lot of the time it comes from envy and self-esteem. So I'm going to tell her what you said, Dr. Joyce, because I do think we, we really try to stay out of it and we really try to support other women. And one of the questions after the panel was, how do we stop the envy that we even have for younger women coming into the workforce who are, you know, more successful than we are or who are doing things that we don't necessarily do? So I think that we should do an entire show on that because I that really think there's a lot of people I, who are struggling. I think that's necessary. I think it's a necessary show because it, having someone else be successful doesn't take away from your success. Exactly. It only grows it. And mm-hmm. so it's so important that we become at least have enough self-confidence to want to help other people. As you know, my name on Twitter is True Giver, and I truly am one, because when you are giving to other people, you are also getting for yourself a surprisingly amount of energy and love for one another. You sure are. Now, Dr. Joyce, we only have a few minutes, so we're going to go to the last two. Read inspiring books that feature success stories. Again, I want to mention your wonderful book, Refusing to Quit, Stories of Women Over 60. It's a great book. And you two mentioned the other book. Andrea, what was the title of that again? The one that you both love that I haven't read yet? Who was that? Lynn Bradford book, you mean? Yes, 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 yes. Are there other books you'd recommend, Dr. Joyce? There's so many. There really are so mm-hmm. many. And I could make those available to people that uh, write into your show or on your, on your website. 
there's just so many. Uh, I feel that all the motivational speakers before us, like uh, Dr. Tony Alessandra, has some great information in his uh, work and in his books, and uh, Dr. David Gerber has great insight into the world. He's 80 years old, and he's got a lot of insight oh, wow. into the world. There's just so many that I'd have to make a list of them. But <laughs> you can find them. You can just go under self-improvement on Amazon. And by reading these books, you not only learn from other people, but their stories will motivate you, because you can't motivate yourself, to move ahead with your plans. And they make you refocus your energy on your goals. Some of the ones I, I could think of off the bat are Think and Grow Rich by Napoleon Hill or Path of Least Resistance by Florence Roman. Those are two cool. ones, too. We can go. I have the whole show on recommending books. <laughs> well, <laughs> a you're lot coming of books. back. So. <laughs> uh-huh. All right, so the last one today is Create Positive Energy Rituals. I love the sound of that. Describe that for us. Well, I think you need to start your day with a ritual that gives you a good feeling and positive energy. I do it with uh, doing meditation on my phone. Hmm. Powerful means to create the life you want because... It clears your mind so you could think, because so many of us, we have to get up and rush into something. I don't, I have a lot to rush into, but I, first thing in the morning, uh, I do the meditations. There may be less than five minutes. We all face challenges, and some are easy and some are not so easy. But all these challenges give us an opportunity to grow stronger and become more wise even though even a 20-year-old can become more wise. It doesn't have anything to do with age. Not all people that are older are wiser than the younger person. It just depends on the person. But embrace these opportunities uh, because in them they will find the beauty of life. That is gorgeous. beautiful. Dr. Joyce, you are so going to be a regular. We are so excited. (laughs) Andrew and I are exchanging looks of like, we just adore you, and there's so much to learn. We're so excited. In the meantime, tell us all the ways people can find you via social media and about your website. Okay. Well, my social media is on my website, but I'll give you both. It's www.drjoycekenudes.com. DrJoyceKnudson.com. And I guess my Twitter is probably the one everybody wants to know about. And that is at, uh, let's see, what is it? I don't ever look at my own. Um, okay, it's, it's at Joyce underscore Knudsen. That's it. Thank you. Thank you for knowing my handle when I don't. <laughs> see, that's the fun of it all. We learn from each other. And it's okay to make a mistake. It's okay to not know everything. You could say, I'll get back with you after I've done some more research. Nobody's and I love that you said that. Yeah. And I love that you said that because it's also not, it's not being so hard on ourselves. It's forgiving ourselves, forgiveness, right? Which I think a lot of us as women, we don't have that forgiveness. We may have it for other people, but not always for ourselves. So I that's think that's another an show. important message. That's, that's a complete another- other show. <laughs> we can take notes. We've got lots of shows we need to do. No, this is awesome. No, I, we love it. And it's a topic that's near and dear to our heart. And I want to also thank our our sponsor for this show, Barleen's. They make amazing coconut oil, which I just took them on tour with me across the U.S. And they make flax oil and fish oil. So we want to thank them for sponsoring Naturally and Savvy Radio and making it happen. Are amazing. Those swirls. Make- the, I love the key line. There's um, orange peach. No, not orange. There's orange. The mango. Reminds me of those orange like ice mango. cream sickles. Yeah. Yes. Oh, my yeah, gosh. They're really they're so delicious. <laughs> and you can learn more about Barleen's at Barleen's.com. So thank you to them for making this show possible. <laughs> That's right. 
All right. Thank you, Dr. Joyce. Until next time. My pleasure. Thank you. Thank you, Dr. Joyce. I'm Andrea Donsky, along with Lisa Davis, and you're listening to Naturally Savvy Radio. Like us on all our social media at Naturally Savvy at Andrea Donsky, at Radio MD, and at Lisa Davis Radio Gal. Thanks for listening, everyone. Stay well.